They were getting jobs. Manager target. You know, when you are broke and you're suffering, manager target, you feel like, my God, this is the massive breakthrough, 22,000 a year. But in those days, money had more value. You see, when you are following God, you can't look sideways because you're going to feel left behind. You're going to think that everybody's doing better than you. That's a good sign that your breakthrough coming is greater. Mm. So they were doing all of this stuff. I mean, they were getting apartments, and I was living in a room rent. And I would go to visit them, you know, and they were showing me, you know, they got this furniture here. I didn't know. And I said, well, then I had it on layaway. I said, what is layaway? <laughs> I didn't know all of them three <laughs> American stuff. Eh? I didn't know that's how you buy things on credit <laughs> until I found out even clothes are on layaway. So, because you grew up in it is normal. If you see how strange it sounds for somebody coming from Africa, that the clothes you have on, you haven't paid for it. That is earth shattering. <laughs> Supposing they repossess. <laughs> oh, Lord. Hmm. And they were doing all these things. And I, and I, I said, okay, I'll rejoice with you guys, but I have to wait on God. And I was like, come on. You're so smart. Why are you wasting time? I said, I'm waiting on God. God helps those who help themselves. <laughs> So, I just kept going, 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 until finally, God walked that miracle and blessed me with Marley Drive, brand new house, Amen. with no money, God. no credit. Wow. So, I called one of them. I said, man, you wouldn't believe this. He said, what? I got a brand new house. Exactly. There's some way you was totally quiet on the other line. On the on the on on the line. I said, hey, are you there? Yeah. I said, what's the matter? So you've been lying all along that you didn't have money. How are you just gonna fall off the wagon and get a brand new house? I said, it's called G O D. Watch. I have not seen any of those guys till today. None of them came to rejoice with me. Like I went to rejoice with them when they got their apartment. And that thing has followed me in this journey of destiny. Every time God moves for me, people get mad. It was Elder Thomas that helped me understand it. He said to me, they are not angry. 
because you got in the ministry. They're angry that you started and you passed all of them. Amen. I said, oh, thank you for your country wisdom. <laughs> That's what the problem is. Hallelujah. It's almost like being in Egypt and working under, under, under cover and believing God to deliver Israel. Not for a sudden, Moses that ran away 40 years ago comes back with a stick. And now he's the man. <laughs> you see how that thing works? Now you're mad. How can God use a murderer? You want to turn him to the Egyptians. <laughs> because your stuff has not worked. God made a different decision. But if you don't want that frustration and disappointment to continue, then stop your own agenda. Amen. Hallelujah. Hey, I remember those days. I will hear this message. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. I put it as I'm going to read it. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. I said, okay, okay, Lord, forgive me. I will start seeking your kingdom. Then I'll pray for two days. I said, listen, listen. I need this thing happen. <laughs> like the, the, the little rascal that wanted God to give him a bicycle. He said, Lord, okay, I'm going to be nice for three weeks. So you can bless me with this bicycle. He said he thought about it. He felt that three weeks is too long to be nice. So he shortened it down to two weeks. He said it was still too long. Then he went one week. He said seven days. Okay, I'll do seven days. And then the demon came to him. He said, all right, no. That's too long. I'll do three days. Okay, Lord, give me this bicycle. I'll be nice for three days. Then suddenly, he saw the statue of Virgin Mary at the corner of the room. And he went and grabbed it and said, God, if you ever want to see your mama again, you give me that bicycle. <laughs> All right. Some of you will get it tomorrow. <laughs> For all seek their own. You have to fight this fight and win it in your life. To get your own stuff out of the way. Hallelujah. And concentrate on what God is saying to you. Sometimes I feel like, but I don't need another service. I feel like I need a class for all the young couples. You know, trying to build their families and come up on the earth. You cannot enter into a life of hustle when God is teaching you a life of faith. Amen. You're going to wear yourself out and nothing will work. Amen. The fruit of patience is required. Amen. You can't be in a hurry in destiny. You're going to miss God and ruin everything and wander around in the wilderness trying to prove yourself. In Christ, the proof of manhood is not what you're going to hustle up or what tracks you're making. The proof of your manhood is faith and confidence in God. Amen. You stand your ground and believe God. Ooh, all of a sudden, the angels of God 
Show up in your life. Hallelujah. I had to endure all those things. People were, were, were saying, and then I have continued on that path. You notice, I don't deviate. That's still what I'm doing right now. But what's funny is, they keep running me down that I don't know what I'm doing, and then they finish running up and down, and when everything crashes, they still come back and come and ask me for money. <laughs> and I'd be laughing. As I thought you said, I didn't know what I was doing. Seek ye first. You can hear it forever, but until you do it, this room will not open up to you. Hallelujah. He said, for all seek their own. Wait a minute. All the apostles? Don't you know what an indictment that was? How offended all the other apostles will be. He thinks he's the only one. He said, for all seek their own and not the things which are Jesus Christ. That's what this church is set on, to reestablish the Lord Jesus as the King of kings and the Lord of lords yeah. over America. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's why we're raising altars. That's why we're positioning angels. Yeah. Hallelujah. Did you see that report we showed you? Chuck, Chuck Pierce, the prophet, said that God opened his eyes and he saw all these angels all across America. I said, I know who kept them there. Hallelujah. <laughs> we put him there. We put him there. Glory to God. He will reign. Hallelujah. Ooh, I feel his reign coming on me. He will reign. He will reign. May this revelation hit your spirit tonight and free you from your own stuff. And deliver you from your own impatience, your own agenda, your own frustrations, your own delusions. And come back to clarity. Hallelujah. That what matters to him is your passion. And then he will take care of your stuff. Huh? People are hustling God for money. He's not responding. But he comes to me and says, now. One day you have so much money, you wouldn't know what to do with it. Hey, which one do you prefer? Because he knows I'm not chasing anything. If I need money, it's to do his work. Hallelujah. To do his work. That's all I need money for. Glory to God. My passion, my zeal, my purpose, the establishment of the kingdom of God on the earth. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what the stadium crusades will be all about. Hallelujah. Now, now watch. Many people talk about the race they will run. But they refuse to run the race said before. But my experience is that everything God promises to do with me, he sets up a smaller version of it. Everything I'm doing right now, even in my village, overcoming all these uh, demonic forces and all these powers, it's a test run. Amen. When we finish at the village level, we come to the city level, and then we go to the national level. So when we show up, the seal of God is in our forehead. When we stand up, heaven stands up. Hallelujah. 
Glory to God. And when we address principalities and powers, they recognize that we have been authorized from the throne. This is not emotion. This is not youthful zeal. This is fire born from the altar of God in Jesus' name. I wish there's a way I can cut your spirit and put it in. If you depart from your own stuff, that's when you discover the blessing. Discover freedom from stress. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) I celebrate and give him thanks. Because I'm not seeking my own. I'm seeking for him to rule and reign on the earth, in the heavens. Glory to God. Said the leaven of the non-denominational church is using God for personal success. When you don't have a heart for God. You don't have a heart for Jesus. For his kingdom. That's why you don't minister to anyone. You don't win souls. You're just focused. I remember years ago, I preached it to the church. God said that the bane of selfishness is that somebody could be dying next to you. And you can't sense it. Because you're focused on what you want. So God can use you. We're designed to be placed in places. And because you are planted there, God says, okay, I have somebody there. I know that everybody will get touched. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Did you get that bullet? Hallelujah. That where God has placed you, you are the light in the midst of darkness. You are the salt. Hallelujah. And the heaven can relax and say, hey, I know that her being there or he being there. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God will come there. I don't know what you all feel. I just feel like rain falling on me. <laughs> because what I'm telling you is his heart. That's what he's looking for from this church. This current church on the earth. That run amok. Seeking this and seeking that. I told you I was driving down the street, and God said, now go to the Mercedes dealership, I've given you one. I said, are you sure? Because I'm not a Mercedes person. I said, are you sure he's not Elder Thomas? Because he's the Mercedes man. Don't you see? I was so far removed from him, and he came to me. But people are, you know, putting on their refrigerator, you put the picture there, you visualize. You're practicing witchcraft, mind games. Looking unto Jesus. Who told you to be looking at what you want? You're mirroring, you're image. Where do you read that from? You say your heavenly father knows what things you have need of. Before you ask. Hallelujah. 
chasing the wind. You reap the whirlwind. Baba says, through covetousness, they make a merchandise of you. It's an amazing thing. For all seek their own. So, if every one of us should ask ourselves, what is it about Jesus that is concerning me? What does the Lord need that has been my concern? When have I considered him in all my quest for whatever it is I'm trying to get done? Jesus said, little flock, he says, it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. <laughs> so why would I be chasing crumbs that is falling from the table that I'm supposed to be eating off of? <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not involved, getting involved in that. I've been in this fight for years, and I refuse. And people come to counsel me. I used to listen before I say something, no, nah, don't listen. No, no, please. I don't want to hear that. They say, oh, you're so prideful. I say, good. This is the good pride. <laughs> if that's a good devil, that's a, it's right about now. We got a good pride. <laughs> Those watching on TV, don't write me ugly letters. It's uh, an inside joke. Somebody was giving the wrong counsel and said that he thought that the person would think him to be a devil, but that he's a good devil. So that's where that joke came from. Yeah, it's not pride. It's conviction. There's something I'm telling you about my faith. I can't let it go, because if I let it go, I lose everything. Faith seizes the moment. You got to actually do it by faith. That's what God wants. Amen. Do it. But what's the difference? If you're pursuing your own agenda and you're trying to walk by faith, that faith will not work because it's not springing from God. But if God now says, do this, you act on it. I told you, we're flying between Baton Rouge and Mississippi. No. Yeah, Mississippi and Baton Rouge. We went to Mississippi first. When God said, you know, you can do this. It's God that told me, you know, you can buy a jet. I said, okay. Faith cometh. Hearing by. I didn't just go out there and I'm visualizing. I'm putting up pictures and I'm walking the floor and pacing on the refrigerator and doing all this stuff. Hmm? Watch. He says... For all seek their own, not the things which are Jesus Christ. But you know the proof of him. Hallelujah. That's as a son with the father. He hath served. Mm-hmm. You notice? He says, as a son with the father, he served with me. In the gospel. Not as somebody who comes and trying to use you to get to where they're going. When a son comes to a father, they have no agenda, but the agenda of the father. You serve with him. It's God that will come to you and say, now, 
I've inspected you. You've been faithful. Okay, I'm going to bless you with this. Not you're working a scheme. He says, say, son with the father. He said, that's the proof of him. That's why he has the same mind as me. And I can send him knowing that he will bring an accurate report of what was going on. Resurrection house, I'm pleading with you. Learn these things. Stop fooling yourself so you don't end up frustrated. Don't tell people you go to resurrection house 10 years, 15 years, and nothing has changed. That is not resurrectional. Okay, thank you for that weak amen. I said, that's not resurrectional. I'm, I'm throwing a Nigerian thing in there. That's not resurrectional. We sing it all. <laughs> okay, now watch. But you know the proof of him. That's the son with the father. He has served with me in the gospel. Him, therefore, I hope to send presently so soon as I shall see how he will go with me. Go with me. Okay. Let me squeeze in this. Since I talked about that so much tonight, look at the next slide. Luke 16. Luke 16. Your personal pathway to your destiny. God recognizes everybody wants to do better for themselves. You want to be blessed. You want to do greater exploits. But there's a way to get there in this kingdom. I'm abbreviating it with these scriptures. But let me take the first one. Look at 16 verse 10. He that is faithful in that which is least, is faithful also in much. And he that is unjust in the least, is unjust also in much. What is the principle, beloved? God gives you a little first. And then he watches to see how you will handle it. Sometimes I get on people around me, you get a little money, you go out and buy something. They think I'm giving them a hard time. He said, you don't know you are taking a test. You haven't reached your destination. They're checking you out to see how you will handle money. He says, if you are faithful in the little stuff. He said, now, you are indicating that if God gives you plenty, you will also be faithful. But he said, if you're unjust in the least, you can't explain it away. He said, you will be also unjust in much. Did you catch that bullet that the leaven of the non-denominational church is to use God in pursuit of personal success? God does not do the will of man. God only does his will. That's why you should pray every day. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in my life. We're asked to pray on earth as it is in heaven. But yet, look at the chaos and the mayhem on earth. And we haven't even tapped into the power of the prayer assignment given to us. 
I used to work with a man. No matter what you say, say, oh, everything has been prophesied. It's going down. You're wasting your time. You cannot change anything. Yak, 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 yak. I said, okay, Lord, I need to pull away from this. Because you can change your environment. We have changed so many environments. Union City has been transformed by the glory. Hallelujah. <laughs> Don't you see how the prophet Jonah was sent to Nineveh? He didn't want to go. He went eventually by force and preached the gospel and the place. The king even mandated the animals fast. Children, infants fasted. And God lifted the judgment. <laughs> but later on, another crew came who didn't listen to the warnings and continued in the pagan ways. What happened? Nineveh was destroyed. Solomon Gomorrah was destroyed. America will never be destroyed. God told me he will not lose this country. And he gave us strategies of what to do. We are the salt. Yes, we are the light. And by the grace of God, we will get the job done. Join God's army. Get out of your own program, seeking your own. There's no satisfaction in these material things. Satisfaction is when you're in the will of God. And God is fathering you. The Holy Spirit is nourishing you. Yes. He lifts you out of your pain and heals you. Because so long as your pain or your suffering is on your mind, you are reestablishing it. You have to come out of it into worship. Come out of it into the promises of God. Hope that make it not ashamed. Hallelujah. It's a life. It's a life of glory. Call today 770-994-3777. The Prime Ministers agree with you and bring you into the wisdom and the counsel of God. I'm encouraging you to drop your own agenda. Start seeking the kingdom first and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. I talk about these things all the time because that's how I got out of my own wilderness. Eh? I gave up the ambition for ministry and for this and that and the other. I was minding my business. I woke up one morning and God said, get up and start your ministry. Ooh, I didn't know I had one. <laughs> I remember I went to do a meeting around Dunwoody area. It was in a hotel and I finished preaching and this wild lady came and sat next to me. And she said, well, how can a man that preaches so powerfully like you be so bound and tied up in the spirit? He said, I saw you in the spirit and you were tied up. Huh? She said, I asked the Lord the question, and the Lord said to me that you are going through hell and high water in the ministry where you are, and the, the persecution is fierce, and these are all the limitations, this is all the ropes and everything you are tied up with. He said, but don't worry, keep serving God. He will bring you out. And he did. <laughs> you see? I said, you see, it was such a comfort to me to know that whatever I'm doing that God is pleased with, it didn't matter what the powers that be, what they're saying, and all those kinds of things. I just kept serving God. That's what you must do to deliver yourself from satanic oppression. Serve God. Serve God. Stop serving man. Stop serving for your check. Serve God. He would locate you and bless you and elevate you. But if you keep serving mammon, you'll be frustrated. Because God will not respond. Learn it today. 
your life will not be the same. I preach the mouthful. We love you. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow. Apostle, bye-bye.